Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. My name is Danny Cola. It's strange times, but it's a perfect time for uh, in-home workouts and podcasts. So I hope you enjoy this one with the flowing Dutchman, Harbert Egberts. He's a very balanced individual. It's ironic because he's a very good steel mace flower. He knows how to move with the mace. And I happen to think flowing with the mace puts your nervous system at such an equilibrium that you're able to kind of tune in to your natural frequencies and vibrations, your natural thought patterns that bring you joy and that bring your environment joy. And it's very evident that when talking with the flowing Dutchman, Harbert, that he's a very balanced individual. He looks at both sides of the coin when it comes to wellness and optimization. And I think we had a very good conversation. So make sure to follow Harbert on Instagram at the.flowing.dutchman or harbert.egberts. And those handles will be in the show notes. As always, find me on Instagram at Danny Cole Fitness. And that's it, everybody. Enjoy the podcast. I just want to talk to you and see what kind of thinker you are, because I think that's one of the best things about this podcast in a 60 minute conversation, a free flowing conversation. Uh, you can really uh, get to know the other person and we sh- we're going to share hopefully a lot of different uh, types of thoughts about consciousness, reality, wellness, movement, flow. So um, functional heartbeats. Tell me a little bit about how uh, you got involved with the mace, bro. Right. So um, I was a strength trainer and I was already very interested in functional training. So I did like group lessons and stuff. Okay. Um, and then I just, I'm, I'm like already for five or six years, I'm quite uh, the YouTuber. Like I was kind of the, the YouTube watcher. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, me too. Um, so, so I was very interested in these, um, you know, uh, different different types of guys so like dude but Elliot. think about how much stuff we learned just from youtube you know oh, oh it's amazing <laughs> like, it's crazy I, I, I wouldn't be here if it, if it wasn't for youtube um so so guys like elliot halls those uh ethylene x uh, like th- those like early jeff guys. cavalier that guy's yeah, yeah. smart as fuck man yeah yeah he is he is he's so that kind of got my attention uh like the functional parents guy as well uh, like that, those types of guys I was already interested in so and I just went on to do like from functional exercise um, uh, tool to functional exercise tool so I got yeah, the lift yeah. trainer the TRX the kettlebell of course and just went on and went on do you and like the I Viper thought, well it's kind of the same thing as the Samtola right I have never used this Viper but I've used the Samtola in India. It's like a very ancient w- wooden lock with two mm. hands in it. They use it like to put over the head. Yeah. So I, I think the Viper is, is like a Samtola. Same but, exact uh, thing. So, so I used it in India, but I have never seen a Viper in, in actual life. Mm. Um, so so I, um, I bought a club bell. So I went to a store here in uh, the Netherlands. I bought a big 15 kg so that's like 33 pounds that's heavy Clubbell, and i was like all right <laughs> yeah, let's get it on you know i'm a strong guy <laughs> let's let's get it on and to be honest it, it went quite well like <laughs> I, I did my 360s and figure eights with it and like I, I i got it so um i had a lot of fun with that and then just watching more videos about club bells i just stumbled into people that use the mace and then i just looked for it and it was a company very close to me that actually sold them so i bought one 
and then the first swing was like yes. Whoa! yeah this is so different than a club bell like there's actually there's momentum there's this sense of peace which you don't have exactly with the club bell um when, whenever you swing and that just got me hooked yeah for real no me too same exact i love hearing the stories of how people kind of like delve into the mace because you know uh, one unconventional tool makes you think about other thing but uh you know i feel like the uh common denominator with everyone is they have this open mind on how to want to go about learning wellness and fitness and movement i think the key word is movement because today's fitness industry the mainstream fitness industry is still far behind like teaching principles that are gonna uh help people learn wellness from other vantage points higher perspectives instead of this um uh look at me i'm so big and strong approach the ego part of it mm. uh, I, I think these unconventional tools they humble you and they teach you a lot about your movement which force you to kind of take that deeper dive inward i always go to that what are your thoughts about that yeah so who, who didn't start because he wanted to be have bigger muscles now yeah that, that's true too so, right so um <laughs> Like it's it's like a journey, and um, I think there's a perfect balance between those, and that's always been my perspective. You can, you know, you can you can do deadlifts, but you can you can you can also do functional training yeah. in a way that um, not only uh, directs the body in a in a linear like in a sagittal plane, but also around and in 3D, um, yeah. which will benefit the other things as well. So uh, I'm not really. Definitely. So, so, so it's just the amount that you put into it and the way you think about those exercises, but because you can, you, you can be a bodybuilder, like, <laughs> which just wants to grow a big chest and a big, uh, big arms and doesn't care about posture. But, uh, in my approach, I've always been because, uh, my, my upper back was always very rounded. Mm. So uh, from like seeing as a, as a, like a 14, 15 year old kid, I, I saw pictures of myself and I was always like, oh, fuck, man, my posture is bad. I should sit up. And my mother was always correcting me because she had the same problem. Yeah. So the moment I started, um, I started as a rower and a rowing coach uh, before I got into the strength training um, uh, aspect of it. And I just always make me think like the first time I actually learned something to do back exercises was because it, it should help my back um so so it always had this um uh, postural aspect to it so that's cool um you know you train your back to have a better posture and then i got like the back actually started to grow and i got stronger and my posture became better so that that's kind of how i see yeah those. It's amazing like how much posture tells you about other things as well like your body language just it communicates to other people in your environment and it, it oh, yeah, tells it people so like yeah it tells people like what what mm -hmm. you're about so to speak you know um and it'll tell you how much energy you're you're willing to put out and kind of take in and whether you're approachable or not yeah it's it's interesting right. it's interesting and it, it does have an effect on how we feel internally too if we're mm -hmm, slouching mm -hmm. and just kind of down on ourselves mm -hmm, that's synonymous mm -hmm. with gray that's synonymous yeah. with uh, low energy and mm. you know uh, not healing efficiently and maybe not uh, as optimistic maybe you're looking at the mm -hmm. glass half empty mm -hmm. right and then, 
you have this tall posture, strong spine, strong broad shoulders. It, yeah. it was this sense of confidence and self-esteem, sure, sure. right? Sure, and yeah, with the, that comes good ideas and leadership and, and all of the above, wellness, recovery, mm. positivity, all that shit. Mm, true. Yeah, and even isolation, you know, it can be beneficial. My, my quads tend to overwork, so my hamstrings are very less developed. So I tend to uh, train my hamstrings, like mm. I put effort into it. And, you know, those things only using your chest muscles, like if you want to grow your chest muscles, you actually have to learn how to, um, to activate them. Yeah. And that, is, that is not as easy. Like I couldn't do that before I started training my chest. So um, it is, you know, there are definitely benefits to it. So how do you how do you uh, do that? How do you like pay attention so that you can activate that chest? I like to use the term get the mind in the muscle. Like I always tell my clients to place mental awareness on the muscle we're training. If we are doing like let's mm -hmm. say a push pull set mm -hmm. or whatever, I like to say mind in the muscle. Do you have like a key term or anything? Yeah, the mind is the body. The mind is um, the body. Is yeah. It? So so you connect. You know, like if your if your thoughts are over there, then there's no connection. And that is with every training, uh, with every training training aspect. So the more effort you actually put into it, uh, maybe you can do less reps because you're more conscious of actually what you're doing. But yeah. that means you're activating more the things you want to activate. And that's the same thing when you try to watch your posture whenever you do a move. So whenever I'm swinging a mace around my uh, <laughs> around my body and moving with it quite fancy, um, you know, there there's this conscious aspect of keeping your body in 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 line so um uh you have to be you have to have that connection continuously so i i feel like that's kind of the same thing oh definitely definitely <laughs> what you, uh, so what are your thoughts about flow and like what's your definition of it and how does your flow practice translate into your real life so for me flow is um um, the movement from control to momentum to control. So it's moving from a uh, position of control to a position of letting go to a position of control again. Mm. So um, for me, a 360 is already, it's kind of a flow. <laughs> Even though it's an exercise, we call it an exercise, but it's flowing. It is a flow. Um, so for, for a mace, um, and if you extend that, so if you keep that flow going, so if you keep that momentum going, it just means you extend that flow. Um, and then whenever you retouch the mace again, so end in a position of control, um, you finish that part, the flow. Um, so in my mind, that is how I think about it. Um, and how does that transition? Well, the second thing, if we talk about flow is also, it's very connected to the word focus, mm. mindfulness. Mm. Um, because whenever we say I'm in flow, basically means whenever you're working and you start, you know, you have this one hour that you're suddenly like, oh fuck, it's already five o'clock and I've, I've been working all the time. I feel like you're also in flow when, you're, when, you, when you have that moment and you're, and you're working on something. Oh, sure. So um, it's not like the first part was, part was specifically for what would be mace flow. Um, and the second part was more like the flow state, like from the brain um, where you're in line. And the mace is such a powerful tool for that because totally. it's, so, it's so complex. 
And especially when you start connecting exercises and start connecting those moves, you know, you have to think two steps in front. You, you, if, if you're swinging, you're pivoting, you have to know where that mace is coming. You have to know where you, have to, where you will catch it. You have to know which next exercise you're going to do. Right. So it's, it's like playing chess. You have to be two steps in front and then... Definitely. You're training no, your brain I, I, as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so like fascinated with this because, and, and also too, like the perspective of people when you talk about flow and mace training being like a brain exercise and being two steps ahead and understanding body awareness and all this stuff. Mm. But I feel like, you know, consciousness, there's this, uh, you know, duality is what makes everything conscious, the positive and negative charge. And we have this totally ten we have this tendency to pull towards chaos all the time. And, you know, the human being, the more balanced we are, the more we get to nirvana and enlightenment. And each, I feel each human being has their own alignment, their own way that they add value to the whole. And I feel like mace training, doing flows with the mace, let's say even just like you said, 360, it's a flow. It's, mm -hmm. You just keep doing it and mm -hmm. energy is flowing. And mm -hmm. I, I happen to believe it has uh a neck or a positive effect on your like Taurus field and that mm -hmm. Taurus field in inside is like the constructs of reality because in that Taurus field you have like the Fibonacci sequence and your inward becomes your outer world so to speak and I think it, it mm -hmm. does a tremendous help in letting me become so calm enough to where I can tap into these pieces of super advanced creativity and calmness and connectedness it's amazing mm -hmm. I've never felt that way <laughs> with other tools no, what are, no, what are your thoughts I, on that? I, I, I haven't, I haven't either. Um, you know, and it's, it's interesting. You can, you, you can progress once you found it, you can move it to other elements of, or other equipments as well. Oh, sure. So you can, you can get that same, uh, equilibrium whenever you're training with, uh, another tool and also start using that momentum, but it's yeah. gotta do, it, it's gotta have to um it's there there has to be this aspect of for, for for me it's being in connection with the mace like the mace becomes a part of your body it's mm. like a, uh, an extension yes it's like an extension of the body and once you start feeling that and moving with that momentum and with the flow of the mace um yeah there's this sense of peace and the sense of being the eye of the tornado, yeah. being in control. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of ha my. Have you uh, have you ever done any practice with Tai Chi or Qigong or anything like that? I've done one Tai Chi class, like a, like a, a few classes, and uh, but I've I've like after ten classes, I went home, tried it a few times, and then forgot the sequence. And then I tried it again and I forgot it again. And then I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot it. I didn't do it again. <laughs> yeah, I just, see, I, I think I, I've never done it, but I, I kind of, uh, you know, I've, I've read about it. And, you know, Paul Check is a big um, promoter of Tai Chi and Qigong. Yeah. It, it's just, it's just energy work. It's mm. inward work. And I, I believe the steel mace and the club and the kettlebell uh, to their degree do this. It's just, you know, the, the flow of energy of energy exchange inward and outward and and i feel like because it's so um 
parasympathetic it puts that mm-hmm. you know your nervous system in that state for creation and mm-hmm. healing that we do feel that sense of calmness and i just think the mace is a, a fun way to do that practice modern day mm-hmm. although it's an old school tool that's been used since you know three thousand years ago or whatever viking times and mm-hmm. uh times of battle and what have you um I feel that nowadays it's, I mean, it just, it looks cool. It's fun to work with. Um, I think people now today need something like this more than ever, you know, mm-hmm. in this state of panic, it's interesting to, to see how people react as opposed to, you know, respond in a calm manner. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to look at all the silver linings here, but uh, that being said, what are your thoughts on this current climate so far? Where's your head at? You know, for me, nothing has changed so much. <laughs> my my gym is still sort of open, like it's yeah, like an, mine too. It's, a, it's it's well, it it's not really yeah. It's kind of on the board of legal and illegal, but it's kind of <laughs> like they put like um, black things in front of the windows, and like there's a maximum amount of people, so only eight people can come in. There has to be this distance. You have to wash your hands. Nobody right. can see actually from outside that there's something happening inside. Wow. So it's kind of like an underground gym. But uh, yeah, that's my thing. You know, I, I, I go outside and train. I go to the gym and train. I edit videos at home. I, uh, <laughs> Me too, you know, bro. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like, but, but lockdown, like a sufficient lockdown so that they find you whenever you come out of your home. They'll be different. But at this point, yeah, I... I my my group it's also because i just came back from a, like a big trip to india right. and uh, america so i didn't pick up my group lessons yet uh, and my my uh, pts were also not like uh, yet on on the go mm. so that kind of yeah I, I just still haven't got gotten into it because because now there's like this crisis right uh, but because i have my uh, online program now released and I've been working on that ever since I came back from the U.S. So that's I've just been here typing on my computer and editing uh, and trying to get it on my website and um, you know answering emails, getting people in. Um, that's great. Yeah, remote working is huge, huh? In this business, it is yeah. probably the new. How much effort are you putting into that now? Are you going to make that your number one source of revenue, or you really want to still push? workshops and privates and all that what, what, what's your mindset on that well for me it's 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 kind of um i've been thinking about this because there's a transition i used to focus very yeah. much on um well when i started i focused on you know here and it it grew more like now my uh reach is is, is internationally pretty good but inside amsterdam you know, I'm still the guy that swings this thing, you know, right. People are not really familiar with the mace. Um, so they try it and they come to my group classes, but you know, that I, I have so much more to offer than just simple exercises, sure. uh, hit, hit training. I like to do it. Um, but there's this urge in me that want to, I want to teach more. Me too. And, um, so I found, I found a way to do that. And, um so yeah it's definitely the goal to keep uh doing the workshops i was in conversation of doing more workshops but that's been put on a hold because sure of, me uh, too 
yeah, because of the the, the corona. The corona. The corona. <laughs> what a fucking strange. What a strange time. Uh, it's so uh, it's so interesting that something <laughs> so like like a a virus can take down the world from within, almost. Oh man, it's um yeah. So so how I deal with it um to answer that that question uh i i you know i i do this for like a living uh, i i am the thing i've been working on my immune system ever since i started um being very interested in personal development yeah um, so i feel like everything that you have to do right now is already in my habits like i i, I do wim hof breathing i shower i take cold showers i take you know, I, I watch my health, my, my food. Right. Um, I try to balance my stress and energy levels. Um, so I'm kind of used to doing that. So, and also because I like to push myself into um, to to different situations, as to say. So like mm -hmm. um, uncomfortable situations. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of uh, this guy that um, tries all these uncomfortable things. Of course, so, but then you bring it back. Like, look at your life is an example of flow. You're talking yeah. about a control and then a time of letting go and control and time of letting go. Mm -hmm. it's, no, it's no different than how you go through life. You know, no. you make sure that you're parasympathetic with your breathing and your, your maze flow and your uh, cold showers. And I'm very similar, dude. I, that's why we're getting mm. together and talking about this. <laughs> this, is, this is great. I do. I, I do. I do. This is great. And then, and then you go out there and you challenge yourself. You go to India. You come to the States. You work with different people. You do yeah, workshops. Yeah. That stuff isn't fucking easy to do. It's not easy to put all this stuff together. Like you have this urge to teach more and you're figuring out your own fucking lane. Dude, That's I'm scared. I'm scared all the time. Yes. But, um, I've, I've, I've learned to, to, to know and to react on this inner voice whenever it tells me, uh, you know, you should do that. And then I'm like, oh, fuck, no, no, that's fucking scared, man. Oh, no, no, no. No, that's not me. That's them. You know, no, I, I don't do that. There's other people that do that. But now I've kind of shifted and I know whenever it comes in my head, I'm like, okay, this is going to happen. It's just when it's going to happen. Yeah. And there's still a lag. I, I admit that there's still a lag. I still have to get comfortable with the thought, but then I have to do it anyway. So yeah, me too. I just plan it. I'm like, and then I go for it. So because of that routine, this shift, you know, my nervous system isn't like, oh, panic, oh, different. No, I'm, I'm used to having continuously different experiences and being in, comf in comf uncomfortable situations. So, yeah, I, I kind of feel like we are, we, we are the people that can have a voice in this, uh, yes. uh, in this crisis because, you know, this is exactly why we do it. Like Dude, people I couldn't agree with you more. I think, <laughs> listen, I think there's going to be a huge upside to this situation. I'm not oh, saying that sure. this is a good situation, but mm. like the whole world is going to have to reevaluate what their default day to day is like. Mm. And they're going to have to reevaluate how they add value to the world. All of us are, you know, and um, is that value fulfilling is it fulfilling to you is it fulfilling to the people around you know what i'm saying like we're all gonna have to ask these questions in order to kind of move forward and prosper and grow and yeah dude i think you're right a guy like you 
And this kind of podcast here, just talking about this kind of stuff is yeah. what's going to help people get out of this crud. Yeah. You know, you know, the, the, all those techniques, like um, pe people, you know, friends of me that know me longer uh, before I became this, you know, this guy that I'm right now, the flowing yeah. Dutchman. Uh, <laughs> flowing Dutchman. I love that, man. I love that. You're, dude, you're big in the States. Thanks, bro. <laughs> yeah. So I, I actually, there was one girl, I don't remember. I think she, she came to one of my classes out here in Chicago. And she's like, mm. have you ever heard of Functional Heartbeats? She's like, I think you should, I think that would be a really good podcast for you. And like this happened in the summertime and I'm like, what's yeah, I'll look into it, you know, but uh, it, you drink, your name just kept popping up and you know, you were with mm. Rick Brown and Leo and all that stuff. And everyone mm. kind of just like they, we intermingle at some point and it's really sure. cool. It's really cool to see this thing grow. But anyway, you were saying, <laughs> yeah, what was I saying? You were talking about um, the guy that you are now before then. Oh yeah. So people, uh, well, People used to say, like, aren't you, like, overdoing this? Like, what is, the, what is the point of being so conscious of your health? Like, what is the point of being so conscious of what you're eating? Like, people think it's too much of a brain thing. Yeah. They don't have the they, – they don't want to put the brain or the energy into it to actually start thinking about it. Yeah. Um, and, and sometimes when they say it, I'm like, yeah, I do that a lot. I'm, I'm, am I doing it too much? But now I think, like, no, I don't do that too much it's 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 how you become you know this this person that um grows and grows and grows and then eventually people will be like oh yeah uh, ask him a question he might know something <laughs> yeah right right right, right. <laughs> and 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 that's not to say um like oh people should uh, should start asking questions but um it is to say that uh, this is this is how you well in my in my point of view this is what uh, human total human optimization like on it says it it's uh, must happen like you grow yeah. as a person and you keep growing you learn more about yourself and you learn more about you and the reaction that you have on the world and the world having a reaction on yourself mm -hmm. um, and that that's infinite infinitely valuable. Mm -hmm. And it's compound interest. Like I started, I started like six years ago and like everything you learn, you take it with you. And the next time you grow, like every time I come to India, I'm a different person. And every time I come back, I'm a different person. So like you keep, you keep growing and, and you, you take it with you instead of something that you lose. Like if you want to go for money and you want to go, um, you know, do something that you like earn money and you know, once the money is away, then, then, what's left you know you're still there exactly <laughs> so which i think a lot of people are starting to realize now it's like oh shit money's gone what is what am i really worth yeah. now right yeah like uh, uh oh no i'm i'm saving for my pension yeah my pension is very valuable yeah until it's, there's no pension anymore <laughs> well <laughs> i don't <laughs> I, I don't want to be negative about it. You know, it's, it's, it's I know I, I don't I, either. <laughs> I, 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 to, I, I totally get it. And if I wouldn't have had like this big uh, awakening, like this very painful situation I went through, yeah. I, I would have been in the same situation. Right. So I, I, I wouldn't say uh, not thinking about it um, is, is very, uh, well, I should have said that. Well, it's not, 
it's it's a great opportunity for people to grow. So once right. once once you lose something right now, that might be the spark on which you feel like, oh, what you're doing is indeed important. And once you get that spark, then it starts to have value. Mm. So you need to have that. Um, you need to be open. Uh, like the 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 teacher appears when the student is ready, right? Um, so I think now there are a lot more students of health coming because <laughs> people sure. are in panic and they want to know answers. But if sure. you live your life the same way, like for 30 years, working in and out, having a family, having a busy life, there's no point where you become that student again because it's like it's rolling through. Mm. So um, I think that might be a positive effect of this coronavirus. I agree. I agree, man. Health is going to be a priority at some point or another. And now when health is compromised, when your finances are compromised, like what is the priority? How, how do we feel like we want to spend our time? Right. Mm -hmm. Cause now I'm trying to write this blog right now called the illusion of Monday through Friday. And, um, I'm not the best writer and I have a hard time <laughs> articulating my thoughts to paper. Nobody's the best writer, man. <laughs> I'm trying, look, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be better with organizing up here, my thoughts, because they can go all over the place. And, you know, after a little bit of weed, it's just like, well, I'm running in circles. It's like, I know what I feel. I yeah. feel really connected, but like, let me compartmentalize some of these things. So I started writing about the illusion of Monday through Friday and like, when everything is going well and people go, you know, they have jobs to go to, it's the perspective of, oh, I don't want to wake up on Monday. I don't want to have to do this. And they do it until Friday. And then Saturday is this like, all right, now I get time for myself, right? This is like the mindset of a lot of people in the United mm -hmm. States. And oh, not only in the United States. Yeah, and all over the world, right? All over the world. And and, I mean, I, and from my, my perspective, the Italian mindset is a little bit more lackadaisical from my experience. But anyway. <laughs> Spain anyway, too. Yeah. and Greek Greece Greece same thing right <laughs> but I digress well, they have, um, so, no anyway what are you saying warmer, they, they have also warmer climate so it's oh like, yeah oh, tropical beautiful yeah, yeah. sure sure let's hang out and just take a nap after we eat sure. we'll open up the store later like <laughs> I love it it's great I mean blue zones are you know Sardinia like, like that's that's the the dream but anyway like to have the mindset, to have a little bit of challenge, right? But not enough to be super bored. You want to make sure that we're engaged. I mean, we're built to work, mm -hmm. you know? And that work is the value that we add to one another. It's the collective mm -hmm. value that we add to the world and to the universe and all that. But well, like- I, I think we're built, we're built to put value out. And yeah. the, the fact that it becomes work is just a, you know, a stamp. Right. Somebody, right. Who does, who, somebody who doesn't do that yet, you know, it doesn't work if somebody who does that does work. <laughs> right, right. And it also has this like negative stipulation because it's yeah, work. Totally. Yeah. You, you know what oh, I mean? And <laughs> we want the path of least resistance, which I get, but there's no growth that comes if there's no resistance. Right. Mm. Mm. And, and that's, and that's the beauty of consciousness. That's the duality of everything. And we're trying to align to that purity, you know, mm. and that purity comes with, a service it comes with a behavior it comes mm. with a creation right mm. it comes with all that 
to add value to the other individuals so that the collective can prosper. The whole I, we all mentality. I, I think about this greatly. So anyway, like I go back to that Monday through Friday illusion and Saturday being the day. I mean, this is quickly how you start to crumble and disease starts to form is when you have this, this mindset of, I got to have all these things that I don't really want to do. Or I don't feel connected to, I don't feel like it's fulfilling me or adds a whole ton of value. Like, I get that one day, 24 hours, 48 hours, maybe to like enjoy my true me. Ugh, it doesn't feel like that's the right way to go about things. And I think, like you said, is a real opportunity to just kind of think that through and see how you can make those shifts so that hmm. we could kind of keep moving together, you know? Yeah, there is. I, I agree. And but there's one thing it's not, you know, you can you can live your life very conscious and very in peace having a nine to five job you totally can like like the 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 fact that you work from monday to friday doesn't have to be um that you know the people that don't do it uh, are more more balanced than the people that do it are out of balance right uh, Just, dude trust me i'm trying to find my balance <laughs> it's, fucking, it's hard <laughs> it's it's hard you know and especially if you have a nine to five you know I think a lot of people are maybe more balanced than we are uh, because mm -hmm. we have to find balance so much. And once mm -hmm. you have that balance, like I think what you're talking about as well is the people that work like 80 hours a week, but you also have the people that work in the government who only have to work 32 hours a week and have a kid and they have one, three days off. Like, I don't think they, they are overcoming in stress. Like right. I think we, we, we work more than they. Right, um, right, right. But even if you're working 80 hours, you could still be that person that is conscious of what he's doing. You yeah. can still. Um, so I, I think what you're talking about is this unconscious build up of something and then releasing it instead. And, but I also think you can do it and manage it. So whenever yeah. you feel like too tired, you sleep some bit, so a little bit more. Whenever you feel bad, when you eat something, you, uh, you try to change your diet. Yeah. Whenever you feel like, Oh, I'm so overworked and, 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 uh, I'm I'm totally uh, exhausted when it when the weekend appears. You try to have balance. Maybe I should train more. Like I feel like that is more of a that that, that would be more important than just the specific um, specific job or sure. thing you're doing. So I I think a, a you know a baker or whatever can be the the most uh, present guy there is. Like sure. If he loves his job and he's doing like the best he can, he makes the best bread. Like he can have a, he can have a lot of fun and then also relax when he's home. Um, but I think a lot of people that are, you know, into what we are doing also come from a different mindset. And that's what makes us, that, that's what making us so, um, so driven mm. to, um, to pursue this and to put effort into it yeah because I, I used to be a monkey mind i would i would be stressed over my mind and i i just couldn't i just couldn't you know i i couldn't focus and um i i, I didn't think highly of myself i thought i was a loser you know every time i did something wrong i was oh i did it again and it <laughs> happened again and fuck dude you i know? still wrestle with that sometimes you know oh, yeah everybody does but uh, the um, the fact that you're conscious of you wrestling with it and that you're not that guy, but you're actually watching from the top. Hey, I'm doing that again. Ooh, that is the, 
the observer holy shit. right yeah yeah that that is what made the difference for me um, because then you can notice it and you can actually change something about mm. it but i think a lot of uh, people that are into what we are doing they also come from that same state of mind before that like there has to be this 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 point of um you know stress stress too much and then the bubble bursts mm. and then there's like a rebirth and then yeah there grows a new tree and um once your once your tree grows it's like a continuous rebirth that's what that's what happened to me and i think that's happening to more people so you're a pattern recognize a recognizer huh like what what you said there is paying attention to patterns and people's behavior end over end from different situations. I mean, you work with people, right? So you see this over and over again. You make like um, simulations to your own story and your your path of growth and all the people that you talk to. I think that's very interesting. Mace movers are also guys that recognize, and gals that recognize patterns in other oh, ways. Shapes I recognize form. movement patterns all day long. Yeah. <laughs> but not only movement patterns. Yeah. Um, also like life patterns. Yes. It's but huge. Everything is a pattern. Like every even life, even life is a pendulum. You know, mm -hmm. it swings. It comes back to center. It swings out. Comes back to mm -hmm. center. Swings out. Comes back to center. You go right. You go left. And every time you gotta find. Oh wait, you gotta find the way. Like <laughs> people yeah. want to be in in the middle all the time. They want to have you know the warrior stands. They want to be there. Blah, 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 blah. But uh, that's not gonna happen. You know, you're gonna shift. Yeah. You have to adjust. You have to adjust your positioning, and. Um, that's the the way of the warrior or the way of the what's that called again the peaceful warrior yeah the way of the peaceful warrior i have that book chilling on my on oh, my desk so good um you know the yeah, the warrior the the hero's journey you know aubrey marcus talks about this all the time and the hero's journey is a path to higher levels of self-awareness and i think that is a spiritual journey or an awakening so to speak i used to have a lot of trouble like saying the words god and spirit and all that stuff mm -hmm. and i think still because joe rogan says spirituality gets tainted or the word gets tainted it gets tainted everything and, gets uh, tainted <laughs> i'm sorry everything gets tainted yeah it totally does but i guess going back to what i was saying is like that path the higher levels of self-awareness is a spiritual journey within itself. Mm -hmm. Talk to me a little bit about your kind of awakening and understanding of all this and how that drives you to keep making this journey towards having an impact on a cosmic scale, I'm assuming. So um, I was 20, 21. How old are you now? uh 27 just 27 so still a young buck i'm still a young buck S slinging dick all over the world good for you <laughs> 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 well yeah 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 you know young but um uh, i i've picked up my um uh, my juice uh when i was younger um well when i was 21 no i think i was 20 like my world kind of was in a desperate state i was a university rower like a freshman um freshman eight uh, rower at the university i was studying business administration um i was working like a diesel train through everything mm -hmm. so like the way i put like diesel train is like you go through every 
block, like, duh, 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 you know, getting low grades and, but still managed to get it. And mm. like, um, I was overworking myself. I wasn't happy where I was living. Um, so I wanted to have a different room. I wasn't too sure about my friends at the point. Um, I was missing my social life in Amsterdam. And then I stopped being a rower. So I did that for like over a year. Um, like full time, no alcohol, no parties. Um, and then my social life was just gone. And the only thing that was left was my girlfriend. And uh, yeah, that was pretty, pretty tough because uh, I relied on her a lot and became very dependent. Mm. And um, yeah, so yeah, so eventually she broke up. And at the same time, I was, I was, I was, um, at a psychiatrist, uh, like I was um, going into psychiatry, uh, no, sessions, like, uh, uh, what's the English word again? Psychiatrist? Uh, well, yeah, yeah, psychologist, yeah, psychiatrist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. got you, bro. Yeah, Psych I got you. Psychologist, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and at the same time, she broke up. And uh, before that, I was very stagnant, so he couldn't push through me. But then I just broke because that was the last thing, you know, that could have, that was still good in my life and then that went away so i was like i was like in a mess i yeah I, I, bet. I, I couldn't sleep for like a week i i was just I, I i couldn't think about anything and you know i i was a total 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 mess and uh you know that was the point where i i was already watching you know youtube videos for like fitness and stuff and then i came into this um underground man movement like people like elliot hulls and um uh, real social dynamics like those those early guys that talk about you know personal development and how to cope with you know love um and breakups and you know that kind of got me into that and then eventually it just got me into meditation trying nice. to sense myself and then i realized that i was because i was a freshman rower and whenever you're you know this within that club you're the guy right so that's when i got my girlfriend so i think i was higher at that point like for her um like we were equal so we matched but after like i i didn't was a rower again i just moved down to where i actually was <laughs> like um i moved off of my statue where i was like walking on uh, and then just realized how little I knew about myself, how little I knew about anything in life. <laughs> so yeah. um, that, like that, down, um, that cave. No, no, not like you have a hill and then you have the yeah a dip. valley, the valley, valley. yeah, the valley, yeah. The, the valley where I was in. It was quite deep, and there was also. But it, it also meant that the soil was very rich. So um, because of that, and I found the right people to listen to, that's also the time I started listening to Alan Watts. Like I listened to him. Dude, before. Alan Watts is the shit. You ever I, mace, do you ever mace flow and listen to Alan Watts chill step? Dude, you, you, haven't, you haven't seen my videos? <laughs> do you have videos with that? Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Dude, um, hell yeah! <laughs> um, Should probably pay yeah. attention to your videos more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of I kind of into other words now. For uh, when I started, it was like six years ago. I, I just listened to him 
like I, I that was the same time I started to be you know involved with audiobooks, which was also like one of the things I picked out. Like, yeah, do you ever listen to them on one point five speed? I do not because I always used uh, I, I always um, download it illegally, so I use it on my. You like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well you know that, that was you know i knew you how to saw? do it so, no, so I, it, it it couldn't you know I, I couldn't do it that time on my my ipod so i didn't i didn't really did that but i i listened so you know i i listened when i was driving my bicycle i listened when i was cooking you know yeah i, I, I listened i listened a lot dude <laughs> podcasts and books are how I take an information. And when I started doing this back in two, two, uh, 2014, mm. I swear to God, dude, I go through like 30 books every year, countless number of podcasts, because like it helps you balance your energy and frequency, especially when you start finding guys that you, you attune to. Like I'm like, I, I love Joe Rogan. I love Aubrey Marcus podcast. I love Paul check, Gary V. Um, Kyle Kingsbury, like there's so many guys and girls out there that are putting out a quality message. That's just, it forces people to think, you know, mm -hmm. and, uh, it's good. It's good. I like having this, uh, fluid way of perspective and not mm -hmm. so much putting shit into a box, you know, think about how much people waste energy on blaming people on, on and pointing the finger. And, you know, they do this tribal thing. They do this weird thing where it's like, ah, if, if, if it's not my team, that's, you know, going to benefit, I'm going to put and shit on everybody else. It's really mm -hmm. fucking sad. It is. And, but this is also like back when I started, I was kind of like in this, in this valley. Uh -huh. So my thoughts were very negative. Yeah. Like I, I realized how negative my thoughts were. Like it was, it was not good. And I think that's not like a very rare thing. I think all people do that. All people do um, it. Yes. All people do it. Yeah, but it was kind of the realization. Like once you get conscious of it, it's kind of like, oh, whoa. So I used the yeah. audiobooks uh, at that time. Also, as um, you know, you have this idea. You become the person. Um, you you become the same person as the five people you involve yourself as yep. much as around. Yep. So I just used to say that principle with my books and my um, uh. You know, every time I got negative, I just put on something positive and yep. I listen to positive things all the time. And it, it kind of rewinds your unconscious and you're doing, you know, the effort is conscious because you're, you're actually putting it on. Right. But um, the brain change happens unconsciously because you, you, you're getting used to the same frequency. So whenever you're, you're listening to people like Bob Jack, Elliot Halls, like Alan Watts, like those people have like same vision about life the same way of thinking and if you feel like that they are people you want to be or they have aspects of them that you feel like um you get drawn towards you get pulled towards yes that's yes. how i feel yeah that's that's true so whenever you listen to them it's like having them as friends talking sure. to you all the time <laughs> even no, though you're true. not talking back and um, so if you stay with the friends that you already have in the same, like if you're looking at your situation right now and you, and you look around you, you probably have friends that are similar to what you are right now. So if you want to change, it's very difficult because you don't, you don't directly resonate with the people to 
you know, if you want to be friends with Paul Czech, it's kind of kind of a diff difficult thing, especially when you're not on this journey. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it doesn't happen like, uh, oh, yeah, now I want to be like him. I'm his friend. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> well, so, you, you know, if you talk to him, he'll tell you about all the programming that we have. Oh, I'd love all, to talk to him. <laughs> oh, dude, he's dude. He's fucking he's like, I'm telling you, a clairvoyant monk in human flesh form. Like yeah. he sees through and is every piece of matter that's out there and connects with it and mm. has a good way of explaining things in English for us to understand. <laughs> yeah, and, it's not you know? <laughs> uh, But yeah, like um, I forgot what I was, where I was going, but yeah, like you, you talk about that being, uh, uh, or people, those kind of people being people that you kind of, get attracted to and towards and for sure yeah it becomes what you think about and then it becomes this journey that you're on and you attract yeah. more people along those lines like look i mean you and i are having a conversation and mm -hmm. we got pulled together through this through the things that we're doing the things that we're the things that we're sharing right, you know right. and it just so happens we we listen to a lot of the same things we're, we're doing mace flow so obviously there's something here there's something mm. here with the meditation. There's something here with what you're doing is when, when I, when you tell me your story, I, I pay attention to the patterns and it's like, mm. you are putting your nervous system in such a, an equilibrium that you now put yourself with an opportunity to get information from all these higher levels. And that becomes what you reprogram yourself with. Yes. yes. Right. And so you then, start thinking the same way and you have to think, before you become, right? You have right. to be before you actually become. It's yeah. kind of strange. Yeah, but, right. um, like I'm now much more the person that I wanted to become like six years ago. Right. But, uh, you know, I didn't think that way when it was six, six years ago. So it happens, but it's, it's, like, it's like this, zip, this, this yeah. um, loop. It, it comes later. Um, so you got to be first thinking about it and putting effort into it. Yeah, I like to think it as loading your unconsciousness mm. with conscious effort. Mm. So you're like reprogramming that shit. Yeah, and it's exactly. You're reprogramming. That's a, the yes. best word ever. And even like if I watch news now, I pick, I pick things up differently than someone else. Yeah. And that's because I think differently and I have a different um, outlook on life. Yeah, a perspective shift for sure. Yes. And now people like, have shifted their way so they act they treat me as someone who is that and does that yeah i'm doing that but yeah that that wasn't always the case right so there's got to be this period where you're actively doing it so you're telling me there's a chance there is still a chance for you danny <laughs> <laughs> there's well, still chance if you so buy this program then you get it <laughs> If you buy this program, you will for sure get it. And not only that, but you're going to make a million dollars in the first year. Yeah. And you're going to get like 500 new clients. If you just click this link below, those guys are hilarious. They are. Yeah. Well, cool. yeah. It it's is. so funny. And they keep, they keep showing up with their, with, their pla with their pictures of their plaques. Top mm, salesmen. Mm. Get the fuck out of here. Well, no, they've mastered the, the marketing. And yeah. uh, marketing is not the same thing as. Hey, what's up? Uh, <laughs> How are you? Hello. Hi. Um, oh yeah, yeah. She didn't know I, I was doing a podcast. That's okay. That's all good. 
Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Wait, where was I going? Um, Talking about those dudes that uh, sell, what do they master? They mastered what? Those big sales guys. Oh yeah. So, so they, they mastered the the marketing and sales. Um, And you know, they do a pretty good job. And they attack the they attack the people not attack but they their their key market is people like me and you doing the doing our thing because there's a market for that. Mm, yeah, maybe, maybe, but um, no, no, because you you were saying like kind of the we were like on the the negative part of it, like mm. they're, they're trying to attract and then say, mm. uh, you know, uh, you get a million dollars if you do this. Right, right. If you only right. do this, you get a million dollars. Well, <laughs> you know, it doesn't work that way. But uh, at least they got that marketing aspect in their life going, and uh, you know that's also something you have to you have to get rolling. So they're they're already there. Um, True. So that's that's a good thing. True. But, so you you do talk a lot about connectedness and mindfulness. What part of your psyche has traveled to the metaphysical? Have you ever tripped balls on mushrooms or Molly or DMT <laughs> and went to the other side? I did a little bit. Yeah. Um, what no, What are some, can you share them? Or, I mean, uh, I mean, I don't want you to share anything you don't feel like you want to share, but um, mm. I like talking about this stuff. I think psychedelia is uh, the future. And I mm. think that if we talk about this and go about this responsibly and really talk about the pros, but also the cons that mm. it could help a shit ton of people. It could, uh, but it's also, it, it also depends on your outlook on life. Yes, totally. Like it's, like it's the same thing. If 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 I watch the news, I pick it up differently than someone else. So if I use psychedelica, uh, I pick it up differently than yes. someone else. So if yes, you yes. if you get a very unconscious person to um, to trip, take trip. psychedelica and then take it way too much, yes, uh, without ever having you know ideas about consciousness, you know they're gonna say, oh, I saw like these pink trees and the, the purple uh, cars and the, oh, it was a lot of fun. Let's yeah. do it again. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and there's also this aspect to it once you're um, maybe more conscious um, or you you know a little bit more about the universe and about life. Um, there's actually a lot of value in it. Totally. Uh, I think, I think it, uh, for me, first time I did it, like uh, mushrooms was way too much. <laughs> they, they told me, ah, we did it before with a few friends. It was a lot of fun. We, we were in a group together. Um, you know, but they gave us way too much. <laughs> so it's not, it's went. not, it's not fun, dude. <laughs> yeah. And, and way too strong. So it was a very, very intense experience. Like people looking out the windows, like, I see a monkey, I see a monkey. Like, all right. <laughs> but um, I, I, I kind of got a visual idea of what was in my head about the universe. Ah. And that was, what I, that was what I took away from it. Like it kind of made the things that I was thinking about, you know, once you start thinking about the universe in a certain way, you can think about it, but then you don't really embody it because you don't see it. You don't experience directly. So once you take psychedelic or something, um, you you kind of see that. You know, you you, uh, see, you, you become you, the universe, so to speak. You be, yeah, you you kind of realize we're all one thing, um, and you kind of realize how those bandwidths of consciousness intermingle with each other. And even though it's very difficult to explain. I, I kind of got a visual of it. Me too. 
Yeah, and, I, um, I, I, I did. I, there was an experience like that. Same thing. I, I took way too much. I didn't weigh it out. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't. I had a very intense experience. It wasn't very fun. But there was a point where I became the fucking universe. Mm-hmm. And I was like somewhere in the in the helix nebula or the actual helix nebula myself. And I was just kind of like, <laughs> honest Whoa. to God, bro. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Right. And then like, it was just, again, an intense feeling of all this is interconnected. And mm-hmm. uh, let me just take what I can yeah. from, from this experience, bring it back down to the practical realm or the Newtonian realm. And how can I, you know, that's pretty much not everything that, that motivates me now, but like I've learned mm. something from that time where it's motivated me to send out this message, mm. you know, like the, the illusion of what, not mm. illusion, like just the, just what the constructs of reality is and how mm. we can inter, interface with it so that we can all prosper here. Mm. Cause there's a lot of us that understand life and reality and consciousness on so many different levels. Like mm. I just feel obligated to give people the, the techniques about, you know, other ways that we can calm our interface, our nervous system. Mm. Like we talked about earlier, the meditation, the flow, the million different ways that we can flow with the kettlebell, with the mace, mm-hmm. uh, the, the cold therapy, the hot therapy, the breathing exercises, all this stuff can mimic what psychedelia does in a really intense manner. And it's probably not the best way to go about your development <laughs> all in one shot with seven grams of mushrooms. No, but you get I, what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. The, 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 the main thing is, is to realize that the perspective on life you have whenever you're like um whenever you come into this world and when and the way you experience it it's one perspective but it's not the only one right so it can teach you that there are more perspectives like if you look at it as a video game and think oh this was a lot of fun they messed up with my brain well it may be just a different outlook on life and if sure. you realize that not every it, that our perspective is also limited and they could be different, then it can be very helpful. But uh, yeah. If Have you ever listened to an audiobook or a podcast multiple times and, and taken something different from it every time? Totally. Yeah. Oh, isn't that, isn't I, it the I, most amazing thing? Like that teaches me so much about perspective right there. Well, never the same. Never the same. No, but we are never the same. Right. Like, the next day you're different so if you listen to something now and you listen to it next year you know you're you're a different person yeah um so also that effect um wait where was going re-listening to something and yeah so you you have become a different person so you take in the information differently right you've learned you've learned new experience you got new experiences and you take it in and i think uh you and i you know we um we get into so many new situations and experiences that in one year you're gonna grow a lot yeah like if, if i go to india for two months uh like last time like i'm i'm a different different person like it's like evolutionary in right <laughs> like it is up speed um so yeah if i listen to something again it's totally different and that's also why i think you should have like this core uh i'm not really into like read a book every day and then different books all the time because it's just you know once you have something that really resonates with you and you feel like oh wow that's amazing you know i just re-listen to it 
uh, and like after a period. So I've listened to, you know, Jordan Peterson, for example, I've listened yeah. to his, his biblical series on YouTube. I've listened to that like four or five times, even though it's like, it's a lot, you know, right. there's a lot of content, but I've, I've, I've watched that quite a lot. Yeah. It's, <laughs> especially, it's, especially on my motorbike in India. I'm like, everything in my, in my earphones and I'm like driving all the day, like, that's awesome yeah you know dude we've had we've had a great conversation thus far i i want to let's let's close this out by telling people about your tour going into india and coming to the united states working with rick brown meeting leo and doing all these different things and mm -hmm. you know swinging the mace what did what you know what did you get out of it and how how was that for you mm. i've met them before i went to so I've, I've kind of done the same thing last year i also went oh. to the u.s for like three and a half weeks and then i got certified by um, by on it by leo and by mr baseman oh nice three and a half weeks and then i went to india oh nice so i i already uh, i already knew them and then leo came back to amsterdam and we did a workshop together oh that's right that's in, right in, in amsterdam or like we did it in germany but he came to amsterdam so that was also a lot of fun so it was not the first time i met them uh, but yeah, those it was it was amazing, man. This this trip to India again was like I didn't have any bike problems this time, thank God. <laughs> so I could just focus on meeting more people and enjoying life there, learning from them, and being you know in new situations. And I I've had some cool experiences. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I've 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 been with the prince, like he's an actual, he will become the king of, of like a state or like a, when, when, once his father dies. Um, so he's like an actual prince and he just invited me and, you know, I, then I was the friend of the prince. So I That's get treated like crazy. <laughs> I was, <laughs> it's like, that the was, prince that of was, what? What was he the prince of? Uh, Bhavnakar. It's a, uh, it's um, a state in Gujarat. Ooh. Uh, in India. Um, but he's very into mukdals and, and those are like these big wooden clubs. Yeah, right. Those traditional Indian uh, clubs, or not like Indian clubs, but like. So did you swing some mukdals with them? Oh yeah. Nice. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Did you guys so party? I, no, no, no. We didn't. No, no well, party. Was, no, uh, we didn't party. We did. Mm, no, it 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 was quite busy. So. Um, did do that prince is out there doing <laughs> shit man okay i see yeah it. yeah yeah he's like a he's like the manager of the palace hotel so he oh, was he was quite he's working yeah he's working but um that was that was very unique you know the, whenever you yeah sure the, when you get to be invited by a prince hang out with a prince all day that's hilarious that's awesome though and then uh, the us was also very 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 learning experience uh, nice like so where, where, what what uh, cities did you go to so I did three workshops in New Jersey, uh, Austin, Texas, and Long Beach, Los Angeles. Cool. So I uh, went to every uh, city for like uh, seven or eight days. Wow. Yeah, uh, fucking time and a half, huh? Uh, yeah. That's great. Um, so yeah, I got to be, you know, uh, teaching those sort of uh, the, those workshops, which were which were awesome, and got to meet a lot of people that you know I know from Instagram, like new people that I didn't meet before. Which, uh, yeah, you know, it's so cool to meet people that you're connected to, like on social media already. Definitely, definitely. Give, not... give them a big hug and, you know, yeah. like, oh, yeah. And, and also the thing is, everyone who comes to these 
things, you know, with the mace, like you told before, they're always on the same bandwidth. Mm. It's, it's very strange. Like sometimes you get someone who is like a little bit uncertain yet, and, but he's also attracted to that same resonance. Um, and the mace is, is kind of this tool that attracts people that are adventurers, that are searchers in life, that want to know more about life. Yeah. Um, and that are very passionate about consciousness and all these things. And I think that's, that's amazing. You know? I think, I, I, I think I, it's amazing too. Hell yeah. I found a movement tool that I can express not only my movement, but also like this bigger way of thinking um, at the same time. I meet people that are interested in the same thing. Like yeah. we're now. So it's been an amazing journey seeing those states and, you know, visiting and meeting all those people. It's yeah. Yeah, I for sure. No, I, I'm, I, I agree with you. Cause like I went to on it uh, in December and, you know, I got to meet Leo and, and Shane Hines and John oh, Beneducci. Right. And I, and I had done podcasts with those guys previously to meeting everybody. And then, you know, Primal Swolger has been on my podcast a few times and I got, you know, I was hanging out with him over there and, we went out to Austin, the 36th street, you know, we had, such a good, <laughs> we had such a good time. And then, you know, it's, it is, it's after workshops, you get this high energy that kind of trickles on into your work week. And I came back to mm. Chicago and, you know, I got to do a podcast with Paul check and, you know, just building business every day, every week, every month and doing new things and developing the online portion and developing more of a network with the podcast. And, doing all this stuff. It's crazy. Like I had a, a very similar journey like you when it comes to an awakening, so to speak. And mm. it's just been, it's just been fun. And I continue to keep doing this. And especially during this time, like guys like you and, and all the people in the community in the Mace community, we need to lift everybody up, you yeah. know, like it's crucial time for people like me and you so that we can keep adding a positive message and we can grow past this shit. You feel me? Mm. Yeah, I, I totally feel you. But well, it's different, you know, it's it's this combination between, you know, are you uh, like using this time to benefit yourself or are you like actually putting value out there? It's like, yeah. it's, a, it's a difficult line to, to walk on. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I feel you. You're a very balanced guy. Every time we, like every time I would say something, you, you, you look at both sides of the coin. It's very good, man. I really like the stuff that you're putting out and the way that you think. And I'm really glad that we got to connect here. I think it's, uh, it's amazing. The world needs people like you, dude. Mm, thank you, bro. Appreciate where can, uh, where can people find your stuff? Oh, so I'm on Instagram. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Facebook, I'm on my website, and it's kind of a combination between The Flowing Dutchman or Functional Heartbeats. So on Instagram and YouTube, I'm now The Flowing Dutchman. And on my website is www.functionalheartbeats.com. That's H-A-R-B-E-A-T-S um, from my name, if you want to know. Harbert. And then, yes, and then Heartbeats. Heartbeats, that's right. Yes, heartbeats. So, um, and on Facebook, also functional heartbeats. But I think if you look for the flowing Dutchman and functional heartbeats, you'll find both at the same time. Google it. Google it. Yeah, yeah. I'll put it. I'll put the links in the show notes, and uh, oh. this way it'll get people an outlet to you and all your your flows and just the cool stuff that you uh, you know put out there for people. Man, you're a great thinker, and I look forward to connecting with you some more. You're a good guy. 
Cool, man. And uh, one more thing. I just yeah. released the, the online program. So oh, if people would be interested in um, that program, it's like a flow workout program, which is kind of a cool thing where you yes. work, we work very diligently on the exercises and then building a flow out of that. So it's nice. not going into nice. the flow nice. and then starting with the exercise, um, doing all the exercises at once. But it's like very detailed. I have a student that I'm teaching at the same time. So I'm very excited about that. That's and, awesome, um, dude. I'm going to make a discount code for the guys that are listening to the podcast to get 25% off the price. 25% off is huge. Awesome. Shoot me the link to all that and I'll make sure it's in Den the notes. Denny Cola. Yes. I'm going to make a Denny Cola. Do it, baby. <laughs> all right. Let's do it. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of what I'm up to right now. And I'm also doing, um, I think next week I will start like the online group training um, with a mace and cool. maybe some body weight with it as well. So people can, yeah, if you look up on me on Instagram, I'm very active there. So you'll find it there and you can always message me about it. All right. Awesome. Harvard, man. I, think thank I got you so everything. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time today. This was so fun. Likewise, brother. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm very grateful. Fuck yeah, we'll do this again soon. And that was the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in with myself and Harbert Egberts, The Flowing Dutchman. Make sure to check out theflowingdutchman.com for his online flow training workout. And if you use promo code DannyCola, you get 25% off that workout program. If you're interested in getting a steel mace and you haven't gotten one yet, make sure to check out setforset.com and use promo code DannyCola there as well to get 15% off the purchase of your steel mace. And if you're looking for anything on it, O-N-N-I-T, total human optimization, that's supplements, that's workout equipment, that's fitness apparel, you can get another 10% off if you use promo code DannyCola there as well. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, comment, review the podcast if you'd enjoyed it today. Uh, that's it, everybody. Stay safe. Stay strong. Keep exercising. Let's connect with each other. Let's lift one another up. And that's all I have to say. We will rise again from all of this madness. We're resilient. We're resilient people, right? Of course we are. All love, people. Peace.